ABV, Original Gravity, Simcoe Hops, Head Retention, Lacing. Those names might not mean too much to you now, but you're going to know them even more as we go through another round of Brews Day Tuesday. Here's Drez and Big Nate. That just reminded me, we need to hit up Matt Anthony to do another show with us. For real. That's it. Like... That was an improv liner. I didn't write that for him. He just when we were doing Brews Day Tuesday liners, he just started spouting off all this dude, stuff because he's so knowledgeable of craft dude beer. Knows his beer. He definitely does, man. We uh, need to get him in studio. That would be great. Uh, we were actually talking about having him come down for a tech game in 2020. So you know what happened with that. But uh, yeah, he is. It would be great to get him down and actually meet him in person and stuff. We digress. It is Bruce Day Tuesday, brought to you by the Cellar Restaurant and Six Pack Store in downtown Blacksburg. We're doing our Valentine's Day edition, where I don't know what he's got over there to hand me. He doesn't know what I have to hand him, unless you sneak the peek in my beer fridge. They've been in my fridge for like two Did weeks, not. so you might have, but they, they were there if you wanted to look, but here you go. I don't like cheating. This is so much fun. It is more fun this way, isn't it? Ooh. So I kind of knew in my heart of hearts <laughs> yeah. that this was going to show up. Because, you know, I Not this beer in particular, but Hoofhearted yeah. Brewing. You're, you're a label whore, so I, I was like, all right, I got to get him another Hoofhearted because I think we mentioned this. I don't know if we mentioned it on the last show, but he loves the Hoofhearted label so much that he's been taking them off the can and been putting my them on his door. In. So I wanted to get another one for the door for sure. Oh. And that's a that's one that I was I'm not gonna lie, I'm super excited for that one too, because it's pretty <laughs> rare to find a triple IPA. But uh there you go. Well, not just the triple IPA. So this is the pure snow key bump from Hoofhearted <laughs> Brewing. Triple dry hop, triple India pale ale with Brewai, uh, Citra, Sabro, milk sugar, and vanilla beans, ten point five percent ABV. And this this might be my favorite label out of. I was talking with Mikey at the cellar about Hoofhearted and how they're just the labels have vastly become my favorite. But this one, Key Bump, so it's got car keys on it, pure snow, and uh, I can't tell who this is supposed to be, but it's a guy skiing in a mountain of snow. Just a cool, fun pink little flamingos. Yeah, and the flamingos. I like the pink flamingos uh, flying. I'm around. guessing that is a uh, Tony Montana's version of snow. Given the uh, whole key bump, yeah, but uh, and it's did you say the ABV? Yeah, it's ten point five. So uh, it's a big boy, nice hearty big boy. I'm awake because I am pouring what you gave me from Big Lick Brewing Company. All right, going a little more local, which is awesome. Uh, right out of Roanoke, we got the Buckin Bronco New England IPA, which uh, again, that's the more hazy style that I. Uh, uh, when it comes to IPAs, I prefer brewed with Brew One Citra, Galaxy Simcoe, and Strata. This one's coming in at a nice, nice, safe, respectable six point seven percent from a good old Big Lick down there in Roanoke. Did you make a trip that way recently? Or I, I did not. That was um, another one that I saw that you hadn't had, and of course, I know I did know your 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 West Coast thing. So I thought we would get. Little East Coast West Coast action going, and well, and I do love the Bronco. So I couldn't find one that you hadn't had that was a New England or an East Coast IPA that was a triple or a double. Yeah, I did try. That was like my holy grail. Because looking for it, if you're looking at the, you've had them all again. Yeah, I I would have grabbed everything that they've had there, unless it's something new. Which I'm if that is this must be brand brand new. Yeah, that was canned on February fourth. 
Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, it says it right there. February 4th. You're right. So it's fresh. Um, and Broncos. So my brother had a Bronco uh, for a while. Or was it was it a Bronco? That was not related to my Could decision. Could have been a Bronco, too. But I, I do like Broncos, man. Broncos are sweet. Of course, you know, there's the whole uh, yeah, the chase, I guess. And my brother, his Bronco was a white Bronco. Oh boy. I want to say it was like the exact OJ one. Like the model year or whatever. And the license plate that he got was juice. <laughs> the juice is loose, baby. So my memories of that, like, I guess what? I mean, we were young. Uh, yeah. Very I, young. I only very recently, I've been going through a Dark Side of the 90s. It's a Vice docuseries on the 1990s. And there's an episode on, it's appropriately entitled The Chase. The Chase. Yeah. And... uh I didn't realize, and it's weird because I'm a fan of true crime, but that case never really fascinated me as much as it probably should have. I didn't realize he wasn't the one driving the Bronco. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't. That's even crazier. Yeah, he wasn't solo in that uh, in that little uh, jaunt. Good Lord. Um, yeah, again, we were really, I mean, you even younger than I, but I mean, I was quite young with that. But I do, I do vividly remember I was in third grade and... Obviously, they didn't make an announcement on the overhead speaker, but I think her, I'm pretty sure her last name at the time was, I don't know, she's been married a couple times. I can't remember if it was Halpin at the time, maybe. Miss Halpin, she worked at the front office, but I remember she popped it, she popped her head into Mrs. Bailey's, uh, my third grade class, and said, OJ was found innocent, like just said, he was innocent, found innocent. And because it was that big of a deal, like I mean, they didn't yeah. announce it on the overhead speaker, so clearly she was maybe just telling it to the teachers that she knows that were interested in it. Obviously, this was what ninety uh, third grade would have been. I don't know when, when was the thing ninety six, ninety five. Yeah. I, mean, I think ni- early ninety six. I think yeah, something like that. Um, but I somehow that is ingrained in my memory of her popping yeah. her head in just to say that OJ was found. Not guilty. That's the other thing I've realized, like watching- Not innocent. Re- not guilty. Rewatching this, or watching this docuseries is that like, my concept of time when I'm younger is very fluid. Like, I just kind of like pick up like pieces and bits and-, and Yeah, and oh, absolutely. Like, I remember 9-11, of course. Wow, this is uplifting topic. Like, mm-hmm. I remember that being like a whole, like there was an announcement made and then everyone was like sat down in their classroom and like- we were put on lockdown. We weren't even that close to any of the the targets. No. Like, it was just crazy. Y- y'all went on lockdown? We didn't go on lockdown. Yeah. We were closer than you. But yeah, I, did, I again, I vividly remember that. Uh, Mr. Sizemore, he was a Virginia Tech grad. First year, teach, basically a teacher, but first year, like right out of college. I was in English class, first period. And I didn't know what the World Trade Center was, yeah. you know? But they made that announcement, and I just remembered him like being taken aback, like, oh, my God, uh, this is clearly a big deal, but I, I don't know what's going on. Or, it's I my mean, first year, and I don't know how to handle this. Yeah, that was that was a crazy time, too. But, yeah, yeah. Bronco had no, <laughs> yeah, the bron- no uh, tie the to be picking that up for you. No, but I do like, I like a good Bronco, and I know that they've made the new ones, too. Which One just pulled into our parking lot, like, I kid you not, and, like, when down around back so one of the new broncos they're obviously listening yeah clearly big fans all right yeah, you stop on by i'll give you a little taste of the buck and bronco um but yeah big lick man you've been you've been to big yeah. lick though haven't you yeah yeah, yeah. big licks 
a yeah, staple down there. That's probably, I mean, I, I, I got to say that's the, that's the standout brewery in Roanoke, in my opinion. Uh, I know that there's a few other, they have a Star Hill, I guess, kind of down there. They have their. Yeah. It, it, know, it's interesting because like three knots some of the big guys have tried to move in and they've had a hard time up there. Yeah, like the well, the, I mentioned the three knots. The three knots are still there and open, right? Three knots is still there. And that's good. They actually they got good food. I can vouch for that. Ballast Point, unfortunately, had to uh, step one, in and then step work. right back out. Well, and weren't they the shoots? Was it they were planning on it and then it didn't even come to fruition? I can't remember. I, you know, I'm I'm not a hundred percent certain that they. I don't get down to road that open. often. But. I think. The pandemic kind of. I think maybe I that's, think they had plans, right. and the maybe pandemic kind of put holds that. on it. But Ballast Point was one of those. Like we did our wedding rehearsal dinner at Ballast Point, and they had a really nice facility. It was just like they were real eager. We realized we had to do like a dinner for the people showing up for rehearsal, like the week before. And it's like, yeah, we're available. We're wide open. Okay, uh, good. Uh, we're coming. Make <laughs> some tacos. Delicious tacos. Yeah. It's kind of tragic they're not there anymore. Yeah. What are you gonna do? But Big Lick has been steadily hanging in there. Mm-hmm. And making some st- some solid beers, too. Uh, I do. Yeah. I don't get out there. I don't get down to Roanoke to do the beer scene and stuff as often. I pretty, pretty much the only time I feel like I get down there is when there's a show. And, you know, as all bear listeners know, there haven't been a ton of rock shows coming through Roanoke as of late. So, uh, But hopefully that'll change this year. I don't know. We'll see. Fingers crossed. Yep, absolutely. This, I mean, <clears throat> so this uh, looks like orange juice. Mm-hmm. And I think that is the hallmark of any good IPA, in my opinion. I like to have the- uh, You like the hazy as well. I you love like... the hazy. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've <laughs> got to ask, did you ever have that experience where you, you know, it's middle school, you give the valentine to the girl, and then she doesn't have one for you? No, not so. I know that on the promo, I think you even mentioned it. Like I remember in grade school, you had everybody had their box, and basically you brought a Valentine for the whole class. They made the ones that were the stupid little Disney ones, and pretty much the only the ones that you cared about were the ones that had candy in it. Yeah, because not all of them had candy. Yeah, silly message on the card. But I don't remember ever doing that. But I'm guessing you have a story. I do, but it's not. Middle school, this was in college. Oh, okay. Well, that's different. Uh, or whether, yeah. But uh, I got in trouble and I still have never lived it down to this day. Thankfully, I'm married to the woman now. Mm-hmm. So I mentioned earlier that Valentine's Day and our dating You're, anniversary uh, yeah. are within two weeks of each other. So you were denied on Valentine's Day? No, I didn't even try on Valentine's Day. I was like, I don't want to make her uncomfortable. don't want to push her away. And uh, when I first, like, you know, asked her out, asked her you know, let, let's make this more serious. She's like, well, what, what the hell happened with Valentine's Day? And still to this day, it's she, like, you know, we have two kids together, right? Like she still gives you crap for that. Yeah. To not, well, that's a, that's just, that's the mood. You don't, you certainly don't get involved before Valentine's Day because then it's like, okay, well, what do you, what do you do for Valentine's Day with somebody you've been dating for a week? Yeah. Like, you know, exactly. Like, that doesn't work. Of course you're going to wait till after I Valentine's thought I was Day. making the pro move, but. That's well, you're making the dude move. That's the guy move. To Eleven do. years later, still hearing about it. I guess the thing to do would have been to hit her up on Valentine's Day, like, "Hey, Probably do you have any? Play? You want to go to dinner?" That. But would then have been I felt the like thing. that would have came across as desperate. 
You see, like, and I've explained mm, okay. all of this to her, but like, well, that's fair. All right, I can see that. Uh, it was it was horrendous, mm. horrendous decision on my part, or maybe not. Maybe it, it works out. To talk obviously, about. yeah. She's probably just you know just giving you a hard time, just for fun, just as as wives do. <laughs> yeah. Good lord. Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of a time. When I did a, a, a val- so you didn't do the Valentine gesture because I you were not, afraid because of I the conscientiously deny- had like that experience in my brain, not that I'd ever experienced it, but like the uh, um, secondhand embarrassment you get when you see it happen to someone else, mm. TV, real life, whatever. So I conscientiously made the decision not to, and I'm still reaping the benefits 11 I years later. Yeah, no, I'd say you made the right call, obviously. I mean, it seems it seems to have worked out, so- I don't think she can give you too much of a hard time about that. We'll see what happens tonight. <laughs> yeah. See what you, yeah, what are you going to do? Well, that's, that's, a, that's a good way to set the standard. That's, a, that's the problem. It's like some people, you know, if you go in really hard on Valentine's Day, then that expectation is just way up here. And maybe it's good to set the like, bar low. There you go. Set it low, man. That's, there might be something to that. No diggity. I mean, I did also, like, try and make it somewhat special. I asked her out on Leap Day, the 29th of February is technically. Oh, so you guys, so. oh, that's great. In my brain, I was planning ahead, though, like, so this I is only like celebrate your, an anniversary. This is only your years. fourth anniversary <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Yeah, so that's great. Or the third? What, how many proper anniversaries? How many have y'all had? Two? Two. Two. Yeah. So our third will be next year? It's, I'm it's, not really sure. It's, it's always a voting year, right? So uh year after, it'd be 2024, isn't it? Yeah. And it always- So it'd be next year. Oh, isn't it leap year, Olympics, uh, voting, There's some, and something <laughs> else. There's always every four years. They're always every four years, the same four years. As always, you've put way more thought into the calendar than well, that's how you can, That's how you can remember it, you know? I don't know. I don't know. All I know is I've been drinking on an empty stomach, by the way. I uh, I once again brought the wrong... I, I forgot the candy hearts. Oh, yeah. You were supposed to bring the candy hearts. Yeah. I haven't eaten anything today. I had some jelly beans earlier. Liquid diet for yours, truly. It works well on a, on a, on a day like this. I love it. I love it, man. The Buck and Bronco New England IPA from Big Lick. It is delicious. Now, here's the thing. Uh... I mean, I'll, I might give it a five as well. I, I feel like it's the only, I, I guess the my only critique is I feel like I like the stone slightly better just because it's got a higher ABV. I mean, 6.7 is nothing to sneeze at, but it is still delicious for what you're looking for. You got the lacing remnants there if you're watching on the Facebook Live or the YouTube. And by the way, I know we haven't probably haven't done the untapped spiel in a while, but, you know, untapped, that's what we like to use. We were talking about it earlier. Dress Drinks is my handle. I'm Big Nate Danger. Big Nate Danger. If you want to friend us on there, that's cool. You can see what we're drinking, what we're thinking, or at least what I am. He doesn't. He doesn't untap stuff like I do. Horribly bad at social media. Um, now this is good. This is very good. I'm gonna give it a four seven five, just because that one was a five, and by comparison, I feel like you can't give them both a five. All anyway. right. Based on based on what I was, I'm still a little bit and, more of this and looking into. I really thought. Uh, I thought that you would have maybe gone lower on the Buck and Bronco. I was expecting maybe a four or five, but I definitely expected no, it's, the uh, it's good ruination beer. to do it's great. It's good beer. I mean, not that that, a four or five is still nothing to blush at. Four, seven, five, definitely not. Um, 
label alone bumps this up quite substantially, but it is an absolutely delicious beer, and I'm going to have to just go ahead and ignore my love for their labeling and uh, um, all of their branding is just both horrendously irresponsible and just brilliant. Not in the effort. It, it's so bad. It's good. Mm-hmm. So uh, hence the name of the brewery. Hooved. Harded. H O O F H E A. In case you know we've been saying it, and because when you say it, it's one of those ones where like I'm sofa king. What, I don't even remember. What, uh, tired? Oh, tired. Is that what the end of that one? Thank you. That's <laughs> To not get us dumped and uh, a find. Okay. So, yeah, it's one of those kinds of things. What, there's got to be a name for that. I don't know what that's called. I'm sure there is. The first time I saw uh, Iron Maiden, Steve Harris was wearing a shirt that said, Whale, Oil, Beef, Hooked. And I want you to go ahead uh, should I, I don't, and ask I, the missus to say that later. Okay. All right. Well, but, uh, I won't say it right now. If, if you throw an accent on there, it does not say <laughs> whale oil beef hooked. I'll let you figure that out. But this is absolutely phenomenally delicious. And it's a triple high ABV. Um, I love things when they add the, the milk sugar and then actual fruit like the vanilla beans. It's smooth. It's an easy drinker. It could absolutely... Uh, Trick you if you didn't look at the ABV, you could be uh, in a dangerous spot pretty quickly. I, I'm gonna go ahead and give it a five. Yeah, five. I, I was. I, I'm glad to hear that. I mean, I obviously I got it for the label mostly, but also because it's a triple and IPA, and I wanted to try it as well. So it was. It wasn't full. Uh, you know, Big Nate thought of on that one, like that, like the first round. So I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, that was fun. And next. Next week, I believe we're going to have a special guest um, talking a little bit about the March of Ales that's coming up next month. It'll be a lot of fun over there in Blacksburg at the German Club. Uh, so hopefully we can give you the more more details about that next week. But in the meantime, Nate, as always, I appreciate you coming in. I appreciate the awesome selection of beers. We will go ahead and take a quick break, and we'll get back with the tunes right here on 105.3 The Bear. Stick around. <laughs> 